Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we're just having another exciting day today. Let's just go right into the teaching today as we look at how Yahweh has made us in His image. What I love about Yahweh, we have the Father, we have the Son, and we have the Holy Spirit of the living God. And it's a three-part being of the oneness of the Godhead of Yahweh, of Elohim himself. Well, we being man, we're made with a body, and we're made with a soul, and we're made with a spirit. And we come out of the loins of God. Now, this is simple. Everybody knows this. But I want you to take a look at it for a moment. Because, first of all, Yahweh wants you to love your spirit which most people do. It's kind of easy to love your spirit. If you've been redeemed by the blood covenant of Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, you know that your spirit, man, is perfected. Say, I'm perfected. I mean, it's holy. It's it's wholesome. It's whole. It's, it's created in the image of God. It's eternal. It dwells in eternal light, and it houses eternal light. I mean, I can speak about the spirit so much. And that's the true you. That's who's talking out of me right now. I don't want to function out of my soul, though I want to function with my soul. And we'll talk about that in just a second. All right. But I want to honor the personhood of who we are is that spirit being. If your spirit leaves your body, your body is passed away. It will be gone. But if your spirit is inside of your body, your natural man, your body, your your soul will be a living creature in the earth and fully function according to the life that you live, right? Uh, So this is how important the spirit is. And when you get saved, right, you get saved by the blood covenant of Yeshua. You believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. You repent of your sins, and His name, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You believe in your heart and confess in your mouth that Yeshua, Jesus Christ, is Lord. And that's a redemptive nature. You've taken on the blood covenant of Christ and then been reinstated into your original intent, the original intent of Yahweh for you to be an eternal son, just like him, just like Yeshua, the walk in heavenly places as king and priest. But you also have a soul. Now go ahead and take this in your mind because God made your soul. I know the scripture talks about that the God, the, you know, the, the flesh is enmity against God and God is enmity against flesh. Okay. And that you got to put your soul in subjection. And this is all true, but the mannerism that we do it in, um, is really depends on our success on how much we get it done. And uh, most people battle with their soul. And Yahweh's been teaching me to love my soul. So I want to encourage you to love your soul. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Oh, you don't understand. There's some aspects of my soul that I just don't like, whether it's fear or insecurity or low self-esteem or low self-worth or lust or anger, right, or pride of life. Or I can go on and on with the things that will manifest in our soul that happen through us throughout our life that causes our soul to act a certain way. Um, But the truth of the matter is your soul came from heaven just like you did and just like your body did. Even though the body was formed in the womb of the mother, it's spoken into existence from Yahweh. It's the very eternal word of Yahweh that he spoke a gazillion years ago, right, in the heavens that is manifesting in the earth today when a male and a woman uh, procreate life and they procreate a human life that a 
spirit, body, and soul can enter in and live a full functional life on the earth. So the soul is made by God. The soul is blessed by God. The soul is not against God. God's not against the soul. Now we, because of being born under the sin law, and not just that though, it's not just an excuse of being born under the sin law, but being born in sin, like the Bible says, right? Meaning that you're in the world that's unrighteous, and your soul is trained in unrighteous ways and unrighteous desires, and therefore, but it has its own mind. It wants its own will. There's nothing wrong with that. You know God made you to want your own mind? God made you to want your own will? There's a difference between being a sovereign king and rebellion. In most areas of my life, I'm a sovereign king without any rebellion. You can be a sovereign king. God wants me to think. God wants me to have my own will. God wants me to have my own way. And then take that crown of righteousness, right? That crown of my own dominion, that crown of my own sovereignty, and lay it down at the feet of the cross. Lay it down at the feet of Yeshua. Be like the 24 elders in the heavenly places and throw my crowns down before Yeshua, the Lamb of God. Oh, the fiery Lamb of God that can see him in my spirit, right? With the seven horns and the seven crowns and the seven flaming brazen fire coming out of him which is the seven spirits of God sent out to all the earth I delight to take my sovereignty and lay it down and be a bond servant unto my king see he loves that and that's from a mindset that comes out of uh, your soul the redemptive nature of your soul which is your mind will and emotions that's why the Bible talks about to be not transformed into the world but excuse me not conformed to the world but be transformed into the mind and that likeness and the image of Christ and we do that by loving our soul is why the Bible says it's the goodness of God that brings man to repentance he wants you to love your soul he doesn't want you to be battle with your soul he wants you to honor your soul. Oh, well, you don't understand. My soul wants this. My soul wants that. Sometimes my soul is hurt. Listen, you have to minister to your soul. You have to love your soul. You have to give your soul. You need to read to your soul, write to your soul, pray to the Spirit of God to come and rest on your soul and allow, take your soulish man into the heavenly realm and allow him to be face to face with Yeshua by the blood covenant and that his will will be submitted into the king. And he will see the love of the Father and the love of the King and be able to receive that in your soulless man's life that will help you become more submitted as your spirit, man, is overshadowing your soul and then your body. Oh, the Lord wants you to love our body. That's another area we don't really pay attention to much. The older we get, you know, we don't work out as much. We don't eat as right as much. We're just basically surviving with all the responsibilities of life and doing that which seems to be pleasurable to our body. And there's nothing wrong with that. God wants you to enjoy your body. He loves you to have fun. Listen, he gave you feelings. He gave you feelings. There's things in life that will come and give you great feelings. There's things in life that will give you bad feelings. But Yahweh gave you feelings. You're not supposed to be fighting your feelings, but you're also not supposed to live by them. Like they, they are a wonderful thing to have, but they're a horrible taskmaster. It's kind of like emotions, right? Yahweh gave you emotions. So they are wonderful, they're blessed, but they're not good taskmasters. So you have to know the difference between uh, who rules and what you have. And just because you have something doesn't mean it needs to rule you, but also doesn't mean that you have to destroy it and shut it down completely uh, because you have a feeling like that or emotion like that or a desire like that. Now, if it's something that needs to be subject to Christ because it's ungodly in some form or some fashion, and then you allow that precious blood 
bloodstream of Yeshua and the precious grace of the water of the living word and the grace of the water of the Holy Ghost that come and come over it and smooth it down and heal it and bring it life so it transforms into the image of Christ that your soul will be uh, designed to things of the Father. You know, but Yahweh loves you and he loves your soul and he loves your body. He loves your body. So many times, you know, uh, I have fought a weight battle for the last so many years. I've had to bring my body to court and to repent to it before the Lord and say, repent for not taking care of you and asking the Father to heal my body as well as for me to have the wisdom to do the right things to take care of my body and allow my body to receive forgiveness and repentance and, and let it forgive me for not honoring it correctly because it's the only body God gave me. You know, a lot of times we hate our bodies. We don't like the way it looks. We don't like the way it ages. We don't like this. But you know what, God, this is the only body you gave us. We need to honor it. And by honor and loving, you know, it reminds me of the plant story, which is so true. You know, my mother had some plants dying. And a friend of her said, well, talk to your plants and talk sweet. So my mother would talk sweet and talk loving, talk scriptures, talk godly to it. And all of a sudden, the plants came alive. Now, do I understand the chemistry or the science behind that? No, but I just know it's real. It's the same thing with your body. Your body wants to be spoken to life. Speak life. Even if you have a weak area, don't be like I used to beat up myself emotionally. Oh, you just can't get this weight off. You know, you're a failure or you're just fat. You're just this or that. But you know what? None of that helped me get to the place I'm going to. I'm moving slowly toward the right direction, but I am moving toward that direction. So I want to focus on the goodness and begin to speak to my body because I love my body. It's the, it's the ability to be able to fully function in the heavenly realm and in the earthly realm by my spirit man being inside my body. What an awesome gift that we are, that we are made in the image of Yahweh. Well, once again, I will see you tomorrow. I love you. You are beautiful. Shalom.